welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. Before we dive in, I just want to remind you that this podcast is free. I'm putting out this content for you where you can learn new shit twice a week. Not only once, but twice. I put a lot of effort into my podcast and what I teach you guys. So please, please rate and review. It would help me so much. Rate and review. Rate and review. Five stars. Give it a one sentence to two sentence rating. It will seriously take two seconds of your time. I would so appreciate it. Thank you. All right, jumping in. Today's episode is on six steps to utilize negative emotions. And I found this on a Tony Robbins video. I've been watching a lot of Tony Robbins because I'm going to see him in March. Whoop, whoop! I'm so excited. I'm going to walk on fire. Anyway, so I've been watching a lot more Tony Robbins and taking in his concepts and what he teaches. And first of all, he says there's no really, there's not really negative emotions. And I agree with this. The more I read and the more I study, emotions are there for a purpose. Even when we do have, you know, negative emotions, they're meant, those emotions are meant to tell us something, to keep us away from something that will hurt us, to keep us safe. Whenever we do have a negative emotion, it's, it's not necessarily that that emotion is bad. I think it's just the word negative is not the best to put in front of uh, an emotion that we don't want to feel. We're feeling this for a reason and it's helping us in some way. You have an emotion I don't necessarily want to feel, I need to analyze it. I need to understand it. And I need to do something with it so that I can feel more along the lines of what I want to feel. So this is what the six steps to utilizing these emotions is about. So it's it's the six steps to utilizing negative emotions or emotions we don't really want to feel on a daily basis, right? So number one, identify what the emotion is. So first you want to say, what am I really feeling? Because sometimes we... We have this feeling and it turns out to be something else, right? We'll say, oh, I'm so pissed right now. Like, I'm so fucking mad. And then we'll say, wait, am I really mad? What am I really feeling? I'm actually really upset. I'm upset because I'm disappointed. I thought this person would do this and they didn't. So it's really a disappointment. And see how that already calms your nervous system down? It already puts you in this place of, of more focus and more, like, more awareness of what you're feeling versus just assuming, I'm pissed, so I'm going to walk around and be mad all day. It's like, okay, hold on. Why am I pissed? Am I re- is that really what it is? Am I really just mad or am I upset? Am I really upset? No, nah, it's more like disappointment. You know, so you can kind of understand it as you analyze it a little bit. And this gives you an idea of what you're really thinking. And when you know what you're really thinking and feeling, then you have a better idea of how to feel differently or do the next step, which is Oh wait, my neighbor just came in. Hold on. Hi. Hi. How are you? Really good. I just want to say I've, I've missed you. Oh, I miss you too. Oh, I've been working be... like crazy. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Did you pay it off? Pay what off? Your Audi. Oh, no, it's a lease. Oh, it's a lease? Yeah. Really? Why lease? Didn't you want to keep it? I like new cars every few years. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> How are you? 
pretty good. Yeah. Ever since I've been with you in spirit at the table when I broke down crying. Yeah. You. Wow. I keep coming back to you. Thank you so much oh, for the walk. You're welcome. It was priceless. It was. Oh, we'll go on another walk soon. The weather's been so bad. That too. No, that's no, probably it's, why. It's good weather. We need water. Yeah, that's true. We do. We do. Bottom line, that's it. It's yeah. gonna rain yeah. on Wednesday and Thursday, so that's good. Do you want a cup of coffee? I'm okay. I had my coffee. All right, sweetheart. But I'll see you soon. I hope so. Okay. Don't get a ticket. I won't. I'm gonna move it. All right, bye -bye. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Oh, it's my neighbor. Wow. He struggles with mental disorder, and we went for a long walk, and after that walk, he he said that he felt like a new person, and ever since, he's been, he said he's been feeling a lot better, so that was really nice. Oh, All right, anyway, number two, <laughs> number two, acknowledge and appreciate the message that this emotion is giving you. So if it is disappointment, appreciate the fact that, okay, like I'm glad my body is working. I'm glad my brain was able to signal that something was wrong and that I felt a certain way and that I need to do something in order to change how I'm feeling. Or I need to do something about my external environment, about my relationship in order for it to be more stable or more comforting for me or for me to be more happy and at ease. We often forget to thank our body for giving us these signals, right? And and instead of feeling like shitty and being upset, sometimes bringing awareness to an emotion we even don't necessarily want to feel is still, you can have a moment of gratitude in there where it's like, all right, I'm really sad right now, but I'm glad my body was able to pick up on that situation and give me the signal that I'm sad. This way I can understand it more and I could do something about it or do something to prevent it from coming in the future. Imagine if things happened to you, right? This is a mindfuck. Imagine if things happened to you that were terrible and you, you didn't feel sad about it, right? Imagine if your, your mother died and you didn't feel any sadness and everyone else was sad. It's, a, it's very important to have emotions and have feelings. Like Maybe we don't want to feel them all the time, but it's, it's important to have our brain functioning at the capacity of taking in that situation, creating a feeling around it, an appropriate feeling, and then allowing us to acknowledge that feeling and say, okay, whoa, whoa, I don't like this. Like, I'm glad I got it. I'm glad I got the signal because it makes sense as to what happened to me, but I don't want it. So, okay, what do I do to, to get out of here now? Or what do I do to get to a better state now? See? Damn. Thank you, brain. Let's take, let's just take a second. Thank you, brain. Thank you, body, for functioning properly, right? Because even my neighbor with his, with his mental disorder, he, it doesn't come to him like that. So he doesn't get certain signals, and that's very frustrating. And I can tell that's very frustrating for him, and I know that would be frustrating for me. So moment of gratitude. Thank you, body. Thank you, brain, for functioning correctly. I love you. Number three, get curious as to what the message is. So this is when you step aside and you say, okay, what does this actually mean? I'm happy that I know what the emotion is, right? At this point, it's disappointment. I acknowledge and I appreciate that my body was able to signal disappointment, brain to body, body to brain. And now it's about getting curious as to why I'm disappointed. Here's where you ask yourself the why. Okay, I know I'm disappointed. Why am I disappointed? Did I want that? How did I want things to work out? What could I have done differently to get the result I wanted? How could I have communicated to the other person better in order to get the result that would make me feel more at ease or make me feel more stable in this relationship? Do I often feel disappointed? Is this something that keeps coming back to me? 
Or is this a one-time thing? Have I never, have I never felt this way before? How do I communicate this feeling to the person who made me feel this way? Right? So this is the curiosity stage. This is when you're questioning, now that you know what you're feeling, you're questioning about it and you're asking yourself what you can do about it. Number four, get yourself to feel reassured that you can deal with this emotion. So maybe this, most likely this emotion did happen in a past event. You did feel disappointed at some point in your life before this disappointment. So you want to reassure yourself. You want to say, okay, well, I've been in this situation before. I did have this time in my life you know, A, B, or C, give yourself an example or two or three and say, and how did I respond to that? How did I respond to that disappointment in the past? And what worked for me? Because, hey, like you're here, you, you made it through that last time, that last stage of disappointment, right? Everything worked out. You're okay. You're still alive. You're functioning. You're in a relationship. You're just feeling it again. So it's like, okay, I'm feeling this again. I felt it before. What did I do last time to get out of it? Or what did I do last time to work through it? So it's just reassuring yourself, I can work through this. I've done it before. I could do it again. And this is like what I mentioned in the other episode with David Goggins' cookie jar, right? It's like whenever you're feeling a lack of motivation or a feeling of doubt in yourself, just go to your mental cookie jar and take out a cookie or a past event where you conquered, where you felt fucking great and you were on top of the world and you did it and you did exactly what you said you were going to do and it felt amazing, So this is the same concept. It's dig into your past emotions of when you felt this disappointment before and what you did about it because you got through it. Somehow you got through it. So if that was a good way, if you got through it in a good way in the past, you were happy about the way you got through it in the past, then you could do that again maybe, right? Number five, get certain you can handle this in the future. So this is kind of prepping yourself. It's to to tell yourself, okay, I've got through it in the past. I could get through it again. You could take disappointment and say, okay, I could definitely handle this in the future, right? I've done it before. I could do it again. And this is how I'm going to handle it. And you visualize yourself handling the situation according to how you truly feel, what you want the other person to know if if there's another person involved, and you mentally prep yourself. We forget how important mental preparation is. And I just did an Instagram post on this. I said, prepare yourself to emotionally, prepare yourself emotionally to lose her. And some people freaked out and they're like, what do you mean? I don't want to, that's scary. I don't want to prepare. Why should I expect to lose her? I don't want to lose her. Why would I think about that? And that's not the point. The point of preparing yourself to emotionally lose her is not to get in your head, okay, I'm going to expect to lose her. I know I'm going to lose her. So here's what I'm going to do when the time comes. It's just a game plan. It's having a visual that you can handle the loss, that you'll be okay at the end of the loss. Because the the reality is most relationships don't last. That's the reality. And I'm not saying you want to expect that. You don't want to go into the relationship and say, okay, I know it's going to fail. So here's what I'm going to do. It's more like if this does fail, I don't want it to, and I don't expect it to, but there's a good chance it might. And if it does, I will be okay. And then you take yourself through a visual of you leaving that relationship with this, with, you know, maybe getting upset, but then shifting to good frame of mind, meeting a new woman who is great for you and You're visualizing yourself getting up, going to the gym, carrying on with your daily routine, shaking it off, you know, and not allowing it to, not allowing it to consume you and take over your life and make you feel like shit on a daily basis. Because this is what happens when you don't prep ourselves. Just like in this one, get certain you can handle this in the future and visualize it with disappointment. You don't want to wait for these emotions to arise and then have no idea what the fuck to do with them, right? (laughs) 
And that's what this whole thing is about. It's kind of taking you through the stages of here's how you handle it and here's how you come out on the other end. But you want to know, you want to have that belief in yourself. I can come out on the other end. It's okay. I could survive anything. I could come out of this. And when you picture yourself coming out of it and coming out of it strong and confident and still self-assured and still loving yourself and still carrying on with your day-to-day routines and hobbies and passions and, and focus and drive and love for life, then you know you'll be okay. It's like, it's very comforting. And that that actually gives you confidence in the present. Because when you have that confidence in the future of like, no matter what happens, I'll be okay, you live your life differently. You know, you take more risks. And risks are, it's a good thing to take some risks. You know, some people just shy away from everything and they live this little timid life and they're they're always afraid to hurt someone's feelings and they don't want to screw it up. So they don't want to say the wrong thing or stand up for themselves because if they do, they might lose that person. Like, fuck that, man. Like, you want to be certain in yourself. You want to be certain that if that person doesn't vibe with you well, you're not going to stoop to some level where you're bowing down to them so you don't lose them. You want to be totally certain that that person is right for you. And I'm not saying you don't sacrifice for that person. You do. When you're in a relationship, there are a lot of sacrifices, but you want to make sure you're handling everything properly. And if you can mentally picture yourself doing that, it's more likely to happen. Okay. The sixth and final step to utilize negative emotions or emotions you don't necessarily want to feel is take action and change your life. So here's the part where you take action. You do something, right? Because there's no sense analyzing your emotions and becoming aware of all this this shit and why it's happening and knowing that you can handle anything that comes your way if you're not going to actually do something to change the situation, right? We want to change. We want to change to an emotion that is more positive and makes us feel better. So after knowing that you can handle whatever happens in the future, this is when you trust yourself enough to take a step and do something about it. So maybe with the example I've been using for disappointment with a lover or partner, the action step would be to schedule a time to talk with them about this situation. And I think so often people think it's weird to schedule things and like, oh, then it's weird and formal. Then it's like, okay, but let's look at how how communication is, how effective it is for the most part. It's not very effective. And I think it's because most people do not have ways of setting time aside to make it as serious as it is. It is so important to get across what you're actually feeling to the other person. The more serious you take it, the more understanding that person is of how serious it is to you and the more serious they take it. You know what I mean? Okay, so going with number six, if you want change, you need to change. If you want to see change, you need to change. Okay, there's so many people out there who just expect new things to come into their life and they keep trying the same thing over and over and over. But if it's not working, you're going to keep getting the same result. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity, as Albert Einstein says, or who knows if he's the one that said it, but that's what all the memes say, right? Um, okay, so six steps to utilizing your negative emotions or the emotions you don't necessarily want to feel on a daily basis or consistently. Number one, identify what the emotion is. So, okay, what is the emotion? What am I really feeling? Like, is this emotion? What am I really feeling? Number two, acknowledge and appreciate the message it's giving you. So always show appreciation and gratitude to your brain and body for giving you the messages that are appropriate to your circumstance. Number three, get curious as to what the message is. So this is when you ask why, why, why. The most important question in the world, I believe, is why. Why, why, why? Get curious. Like, why is this affecting me the way it is? 
Number four, get yourself to feel reassured that you can deal with this emotion by looking at past events. You came out of it in the past. How did you do that? Did it work for you? Do you want to use that tactic again? Number five, get certain that you can handle this in the future. So visualize yourself handling it the way you want to handle it. Set an intention for, okay, when I handle it this way, this is what it's going to look like. And have a replay visual in your mind because the more you can replay it in your mind, the more real it becomes, the more likely you are to do, to get that result in person. Number six, take action and change your life. Take action. So after all this processing and all this awareness and dissecting this emotion, I want you to take action and do something about it. Take the first baby step. I always say, choose one baby step, one little thing you can do. Don't try to get all fancy and be like, first I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do that, then I'm going to do that. Just say, okay, no, what's the first step? That's it. I need one step. One step will then bring me to number to number two step. But right now it's just one step. Okay, because in order to have change, you need to change yourself. You need to change something you are doing if you want change in your situation, in your environment, in your relationships. It's up to you to change something to get that change. All right, that is it. That is the episode. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast, guys. If it is helping you, if you are using these tools and tactics in your life, I know some of you are because I get emails and it's amazing. I love getting those emails. And if you'd like to set up your initial 30-minute free call with me, then please go to sgdatingcoach.com and go to the contact section and you'll be able to fill out the coaching application. You get a 30-minute free call and it will be so beneficial to you guys. Seriously, it's a clarity call and it will take you from where you are now to where you want to go because you can't go where you want to go unless you know where you are right now. (laughs) All right, I'm out of here. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.